0: All right, welcome Rangers to another episode of This is Ranger Country. We're coming at you live this week from uh, the Streamside Hall here in Brad Anderson's garage. And uh, we have some special stuff going on. We've got a special guest with us tonight. And we've got some some uplifting topics and some somewhat sad topics. So we got a lot going on for you guys. So uh, Brad, why don't you go ahead and take it away?
1: Yeah, uh, glad to be here, John. Appreciate you coming out. And I apologize, uh, John and our guest tonight, Coach Jordan George, arrived. And I fired up our heater. It's not too cold out, but I fired up our heater and the blue rhino canister promptly died. So we are now sitting out here in the cold garage, but uh, nevertheless, we are hardy folk here in, in Ranger Country. So we're uh, We're here to talk about episode 28. We have Hometown Hero segment, staff, uh, staff spotlight. We're going to do a little bit different tonight. We're going to give it to our, our guests to talk about some uh, Ranger Ball um, Shout-outs, we're going to do community news, uh, talk a little bit about Thanksgiving break. We have 11 days until holiday break, 11 school days, John, 11 get-ups.
0: Thank goodness, man, I need that break.
1: Yeah, we do. So over the over the holiday break, we had some fun, um, played in a vintage football game, um, and we'll tell you a little bit about that, uh, Been been trying to get that off the ground here for a while, but... Without further ado, we have a really great guest in the studio, uh, Coach Jordan George, who is a part of the legacy of Ranger Ball here at Forest Hill Central. And we're really excited because it's basketball season. So we're going to talk about both the boys' and the girls' uh, upcoming seasons. And uh, who better to ask than uh, varsity assistant coach Jordan George? So welcome. Good to have you in the studio.
2: Thanks, guys. Quite the honor. I uh, love listening to the podcast. So fired up to do this. this is yeah. Great.
1: Appreciate it. And just give us a little bit of your background. And, you know, I, we know we've seen you in the halls of FHC and in the gymnasium with your dad since you were, you know, knee high. Uh, and, and so we we know you, but tell us a little bit about your background, your involvement with Ranger Ball, uh, where, you, where you went off to play in college, and then now what you're doing.
2: Yeah, uh, it's like you said, uh, Ranger Ball and Hill Central have kind of been all I've ever known for the most part. Um, uh, graduated from Hope College 3 years ago. Uh, I currently teach at Jettison High School, but um, attended my first ever Forsyth Central basketball practice when I was 3 months old in a car seat in the uh, <laughs> in the old gym before the new gym was even right? a thing. That's and awesome. uh yeah, grew up right here uh, right here in Cascade and um, my dad Ken George was the the head varsity coach at Forsyth Central for 24 years and uh, that was kind of my entire childhood, really. Uh, my my brother Ty and I um, came up through the program and we're ball boys from the time we were four years old and uh, then we both played in the program had, had that awesome privilege and experience of playing for our dad and then um, went off to hope college played a couple of years of ball there and um, started to get into coaching uh, apple doesn't fall far from the tree i guess and uh, then came back during my senior year at hope uh, was the jV boys coach at fhc and did that for two years and now um, in my first year as the varsity assistant with coach Carhart so it's been, a, been an awesome ride, and I'm just excited to be here.
1: That's fantastic, and I know Coach Carhart is thrilled to have you, and he's also a legacy because he played for your dad, and uh, I can remember, I mean, it's, yeah, you were christened in the old gym, and uh, that, what a great place that is. I mean, when you walk in there, they've still got the same flag that they had back in the 1960s, and there's smudges on the walls from you know kids throwing uh, dodgeballs back in the 70s, and you know, I, I remember some of my earliest memories as being a Ranger were going to basketball games and wrestling meets in that gymnasium. So it's great to hear that you were actually christened in the, in the Ranger Ball gymnasium. So talk to us a little bit about, so your dad, obviously legendary coach, um, you know, Coach Carhart is there now. You guys, are, you guys are, are continuing a great tradition of Ranger Ball. You're a part of it. Discuss what it means to be a Ranger Ball player and what it means to be a part of that program. Because I think it's just, it's, there's a lot of basketball programs across the state, but yours is special. There's a lot of uh, unique identity when it comes to being a Ranger Ball player. So, talk to us a
2: little bit about that
1: and what it meant to you to be a player and what it means to be in the Ranger Ball program.
2: Yeah, I, I do think it's different. I mean, I may be the most biased person on the face of the earth talking about Forstall <laughs> Central basketball, but I, I I do think it's just different. And um, the the overarching thing is the idea that you're playing for something that is much, much bigger than yourself and uh, bigger than last year's team and bigger than the last five years' teams and that uh, that it just matters. Um, I think one of the things I really respect about the way my dad ran things for so many years and now the way Coach Carr runs things is that um, – it, it continues to matter to the people that came before you and to the people that will come after you. Um, it's, it's bigger than basketball. It's, uh, all the retreats that we do and just the extra details that we pay attention to. I think, you know, as a coach, the biggest thing I want to do is give kids great special memories. And I think my dad did a great job of that and Carhartt does a great job of that too.
1: Yeah. I, I see it. I'm witness to this. You guys have a strong alumni support, uh, and following, those guys come back to your program. They come back to watch the games. They bring their kids with them. Uh, your dad uh, runs now. Tell, tell us a little bit about, uh, just as an aside, he has his basketball camps, and a lot of those coaches he are, are players that he coached or he coached with. So talk to us a little bit about that and your involvement in the summertime.
2: Yeah, that's been a really fun thing to see too because now on the varsity level – Uh, almost half our team played in those camps all growing up like ben scholler is our varsity point guard this year and first time i met ben was when he was five years old at hoop smart basketball camp um so that's a program it's come full circle a little bit and um yeah every summer my dad and i run those camps together and um we we go for two or three weeks and get about 100 kids a week and yeah it's fun to see the basics when you go back to teaching the basics uh I don't know, just, just makes you love it even more.
1: Yeah, and four is still central. I say it all the time. John and I are homers, and, and we believe in it special. I mean, I, I come from a similar program where my dad coached me, and now he, I'm coaching with him, and, and the, the other coaches that I coach with are all around us. You know, how lucky are we to be a part of this, this really crazy uh, alumni network? We're in a, I always say we're in a suburban area, but it's really like a small hometown. And uh, you, you're right around the corner. John's right around the corner. And, uh, you know, we're just we're one big happy family. But uh, how was it coming back to coach at FHC after you go off, you play at Hope, you have a great career, you go there, you, then you get back into coaching to scratch that itch. And uh, what was it like to come back and then, you know, be on that side of it? What, what did you learn? What are, what are some of the things that you went through early on?
2: Yeah, it's, it's given me a deeper appreciation for the program. Um, you, you go away and then you come back and you realize how special it really is. Uh, I think the continuity of the program is something that drew me back to it. The idea that Coach Carhartt played for my dad and my dad was there for years and years and now Carhartt runs things very similarly to how he does and how I would run a program. And um, Coming back and being on the other side, has I've learned more in the last two years than I um, learned in 18 years before that. So. Um, yeah, it's been really. Isn't special. that something?
1: As a coach, as a young coach, how much you like realize you have to learn, and you think you come out like you're going to give a speech and you're going to run some drills and it's going to be great, but then you realize how much there is to learn. I think you're in those years where it's just there's so much to learn, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's a great it's it's great to be a young coach. Yeah. And all uh, right. So now you were in the in the gym when you walked out with your dad, right? His last game. Tell us a little bit about that. Your brother—it was his one of his last games. Talk to us about how special that was. And I remember—I think I saw you guys walking out of the gym together. So Oof. talked about talk about that.
2: Yeah, I, I can barely talk about that honestly. Yeah, um, we well, don't have to talk about no, the game, but just walking out of the yeah, together. Yeah, just um, as emotional of a moment that I've had like ever, uh, which is which is weird. Um, yeah, I I knew that it was going to be his last game. Not many other people knew, um, and. He was going to go out with, with my brother. Um, they, they had a special team that year. They won 18 games in a that row. Was and then incredible season. Um, lost a tough one in, in the first round of the playoffs. And uh, yeah, we, we walked out together. And then we actually spent probably, I don't know, 45 minutes in the gym just him, my mom, my brother, and I. And uh, oh, we, we all had a good little cry after that. And um, just kind of realizing the weight of, you know, all that we had been because it, it was our family's entire lives yeah, forever so kitchen table conversations yeah, and
1: uh car rides and that's
2: incredible mm-hmm. i mean the fact that you guys that that
1: you have that memory with your dad and your brother and your mom and your mom obviously integral component in the whole ranger ball uh community and she's mm-hmm. done so much as well can you speak to kind of her role in in, in carrying on this tradition
2: yeah i i honestly don't really I, – I can't believe that she did all that for that many years. It's ridiculous. <laughs> now that I'm on the other side of threw things. Threw
1: you in I'm, the car and, you know, just went. And, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I remember drive. we drove through a snowstorm when I was, like, five or six to who knows where. I, it was up north, somewhere for a regional game. Like, all the things that she did that were so behind the scenes, Um, it wouldn't have happened without her. And I think any coach can probably speak – I'm sure you can speak to that too with how having a supportive family is, like – something that you can't take for granted and that kind of thing.
1: Absolutely. You got to make it a part of your family, Mm -hmm. the, the program, a part of your family and your family, a part of the program. Um, so, you know, lots of tradition you're carrying on a torch and, uh, you know, it's great to have a George involved and then talk to us a little bit about, okay, so this season, what's the outlook for this year? You know, we're only, you know, 10, 12 days into the season and we were talking right before recording. Uh, what's, you know, what's the outlook looking like? Who are the key returners? What are your expectations
2: yeah, we're really excited. Um, it's not often that you get to return two all league players um, to a team after their junior year, so we, uh, we got to start with our seniors, and they've led the way for us so far. I think this season's gonna, we're gonna go as far as they'll take us. Um, guys like Jacob Bonnet, who was first team all conference last year, really stud football player as well. Sure. For, for the Rangers, he'll play guard for us, and then Connor Millen was all conference last year as well. Those are two of our senior leaders. We got. Um, Ben Scholler, who will run the point guard, his older brother, Jimmy was, um, one of the best players in, in range of ball history. Too. Right. So Jimmy's having
1: a, a fantastic career up at uh, fair state. I've, I've seen him all over social media. He's getting all, he has a bunch of, um, assists and, you know, leading the Glee hacking assist. So that's incredible.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you know, you always rely on your seniors, but then when your seniors are your most talented players, then, uh, you also have to rely on, on them even more. Um, yeah, I, I think defense will be huge for us as, it, a lot of keys and it's early but we're really excited
1: so key newcomers here's some guys that are in the varsity lineup that uh you know they're they're new maybe they're a sophomore do you have any younger folks that are are, are new to the lineup and you're really excited about them
2: yeah there's a couple guys that um people who come to range ball games will not recognize because uh they were on the jv squad or they weren't with us uh, one of those guys is levi mckenzie he was uh, on my jv team last year and then yeah. i'm kind of moving up with levi which is fun um levi is a really good scorer uh we have a lot of guys that are great defenders, but it's fun to come to a game and see guys make really tough shots. And some of the shots that Levi takes and makes this year will be pretty impressive. And then we have a newcomer who's a sophomore, uh, Jonas Vanderwood, Um, actually new to our school. Um, Jonas uh, moved in. So he's an exceptional shooter. Um, I think if you ask any of our varsity guys, they'd tell you that he's instantly the best pure shooter in our program. Uh, He'll make a lot of deep, deep range threes and um, fun that he's a sophomore. So he'll be able to, see him kind of grow up over these next few years he
1: comes from a strong family background in basketball (laughs) and uh yeah glad to have him um i have nate delaney in glass yeah and he just seems like the strong silent type and kind of just gets things done you know hard hat lunch bucket type so it's great it's great to hear you got a strong set so you know what are you guys known for If, if we if we if you had to say two or three things what are you guys known for what's ranger ball gonna we're gonna see uh from the sidelines this year
2: Yeah, I mean, people that have watched us over the last decade would probably answer that question saying high scoring, fast pace, shoot a lot of threes, that kind of thing. But um, Coach Carhart over the last two or three years has established our identity as defense first and toughness first. Um, And he's been really blunt with our guys individually and as a group this year about the guys that will play the most minutes will our first defenders, um, guys that are willing to put their body on the line to defend, and then our offense will – always catch up so sure I, I think our goal as a team is if you come to a ranger ball game the defense looks different if you go to 10 different high school games you'll remember ours because we just play at a different speed different pace different physicality and um yeah I, i'm ex- i'm looking forward to that that'll be fun that's
1: that's great i look forward to seeing that so uh last couple questions uh, what are your goals this season and what do you have circled on the calendar like if there's one or two dates where you're like hey we need a big crowd this is you know or travel uh, for this one. So what are your goals and what, what do you have in the calendar?
2: Um, in terms of goals, uh, my dad kind of establishes tradition in card continue of the importance of conference championships. I think winning a conference championship is really underrated and tough to do because you have to be good for yeah, three okay and a half white. months. Yeah. I mean, the okay it's white a is rugged it's a gauntlet. Um, and you have to be good for three and a half months to win that. So I think, okay, the okay white championship is always at the top of our list. Um, other than that, we hope to be playing our best basketball in March when the playoffs roll around sure. as well. Um, in terms of key games, uh, you know the, the classic ones that you expect. Um, home game against Forest Hills Northern is is always something that we look forward yeah. to. Yeah, standing room only. <laughs> as you know, we'll yep. uh, we'll pack the place for that one. Any game against East Grand Rapids and the OK White's going to be really good this year. Northview has um, one. Northview is probably one of the best one or two teams in grand rapids. Um, they've been building something over there and they're very good. Um, grand Rapids Christians, very good. East grand rapids will be as good as they've been in the last five or 10 years. So it will be a tough schedule, but we're ready for it. It'll be fun. Awesome.
1: Awesome. Well, we look forward to ranger ball. And the last thing is favorite ranger ball memory.
2: Oh man. Um, first one that comes to mind is, uh, my senior year, uh, Getting to play, we played up at Traverse City. We played Traverse City Central. We took the whole program on charter buses up there and rented awesome. out a block of rooms at the resort up there. Um, we all stayed stayed there, and then the game that we won against Traverse City Central was a super close game, uh, and it was my dad's 300th win. So oh, that that fantastic. was an awesome one. To- also happened to be my career high in scoring that night so <laughs> that, that, that was too. fun too um and then now yeah. you hold
1: a couple re- you hold a record right yeah, i wasn't on, gonna man. mention it but hey you... we're, we're on the podcast <laughs> i asked
2: so you, i know you're on the scoreboard well up there yeah my brother's kind of one off to me on like all of them except one i, I well, you set the standard, so i i appreciate that there, there's there's one that i hold three point percentage in a season record and then Ty, my, my younger brother has like points in a game and three pointers in a yeah, game and so all that man. other stuff. But you know, it's it's all good. We don't have to talk the, about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's
1: all right. Your 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 name's on the board. Well, Jordan, I appreciate you know all the words about Ranger Ball. We're gonna uh, talk about some of the things going on in our community. But I am gonna put you uh, to the test. So Ranger recommendations are all yours tonight, and a Ranger Ball shout outs at the end of our show. So Love it. Thanks Love it. again. Appreciate you being here. And uh, John. We have a very big weekend coming up. We're going to talk about it here in just a moment. All right, I'm uh, we'll back get, on the
0: mic Brad sorry yeah, about that.
1: okay yeah John went mute for <laughs> we actually have two microphones yeah, yeah in, in the, the garage we've only got two mics and I wanted to make <laughs> sure the
0: audio quality for the interview was pristine so
1: absolutely. So um, community news very quickly and we can just kind of go off of this. Um, Donna Washington storyteller author visited Pine Ridge on November 30th and uh, my daughter and some of her friends said that was a really good time. Uh, she was a great storyteller, and the activities surrounding that were well worth it. Uh, well worth it. Uh, next PTO meeting at Pine Ridge will be held Tuesday, December 7th, 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. at the Fine Arts Center. Uh, save the date, get there to help support Pine Ridge students. Good Willy Christmas Carol uh, program is going to be December 15th. There's a matinee at 1 p.m., I believe, and an evening program, so get your tickets ahead of time. Holiday parties will be on mostly... Uh, December 16th. And that's right around the corner. And then we have, of course, at the high school, this was a big source of debate in my classes. And I'm not sure if the debate reached your classroom, but um, there's a huge misunderstanding in the student body. Kids were asking me, Mr. Anderson, are we having a midterm? And I said, we already had the midterm, very confused. And this was at the beginning of this week. I said, we already had the midterm. They said, so no midterm. I said, we already had them. And I didn't think anything of it. Well, come to find out, John, they were confusing midterms with exams. And oh. I had to go and explain to them that, listen, first semester is the fall term. Second semester is the spring term. And a midterm is halfway through a semester. And exams are at the end of a semester. And, and kids fought me tooth and nail on it. They're like, no, midterms are, midterms are at the end of the semester. And I'm like, not ever in Western civilization. So please back and me up I on I feel this. like
0: you can speak on Western civil civilization with some authority. So
1: I can. It is my profession. But anyhow, I back say, me up, though. I did Midterms hear, are in the middle of a semester.
0: I didn't hear the debate. I just heard the fallout where they're like, I can't believe Anderson's given us an exam.
1: Yeah, so it's that's so the thing. They didn't think I was giving them an exam. And I said, what did you think we were going to do during exam week. It's kind of a,
0: pri- I mean, it's kind of almost required in, in an AP course, isn't it? I mean, you do of AP. Of course
1: it's required. So anyhow, students out there, parents, I am not sorry, <laughs> because that's that's that sorry, is- a sorry, not sorry I, I was right like, there. I was like, listen, are you kidding me? Midterm is in the middle. Anyways, we could go on and on. So exam week's coming up and uh, we have two half days that uh, uh, buttress up to the uh, end of the semester. Looking forward to that. Got holiday parties. A lot of uh, holiday cheer coming down the pike. You know,
0: I find that week to be very bittersweet because uh, we're going into the holidays and I'm excited to spend that time with my family and it'll be nice. But I've had some great students this semester and I'm, I teach primarily seniors so I have senior er, uh, semester classes. And so I'm going to lose a lot of them. And it's been a really good first semester. Uh, so I, I you know, I'm always sad to see a cor- uh, a group go. You know, yeah. I, I've gotten so used to walking in and seeing them every day, so that'll be really sad. Plus, I'm going to turn 40 uh, during exam week on the 15th, and yes. I'm not excited at all about yes, that.
1: Your 40th birthday's coming up. Look yeah. forward to I just, celebrating. I just you, feel man. like
0: all my joints are suddenly aching. My back hurts. <laughs> It's, a, it's, I, just, it's all over.
1: I only laugh because the exact same thing happened to me. So, Well, we can commiserate with one another later after uh, off the air. Everybody um,
0: 40 or over that just heard that said, oh, my God, shut yeah, up.
1: Yeah, their, knee, their knees started to hurt. Um, so, anyhow, winter sports this week, uh, hockey. We have uh, hockey on the 27th, uh, 1, two to 2-1, um, versus FHE, Forest Stills Northern. And I always say, hey, sorry, if there's any Forest Stills Northern, Forest Stills Eastern, people listen and listen. It took two teams to lose to our one team. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> and I have Gotta no got to make pull. sure that
0: we're nice to the the Huskies and, and the uh, you know the Red Hawks or whatever. I they have are. nothing uh,
1: but love for the Huskies <laughs> and the uh, and the Hawks, but again, why do you are two large schools? Northern has a larger population than ours. Why do they have Why do they need another school to combine with theirs to have a hockey team? Anyhow, these questions are universal, and maybe we'll never know. I don't want to talk
0: any smack after one of their parents (laughs) put us as official judges, but that's a whole other thing.
1: I know. I know. (laughs) I love. I kid. I kid. Uh, This week, though, hockey uh, is at Mona Shores. Uh, uh, They were there yesterday. Now they're at the Reeds Puffer uh, on Saturday. Freshman girls basketball, we're going to talk about them in a moment, is at uh, South Christian tonight. JV um is versus Wyoming and varsity is is versus Wyoming tomorrow at home and we're going to talk about that here in a moment and then boys swim and dive is at the uh cereal bowl relays on Saturday and so we're excited about those events and so uh very quickly we wanted to talk about the girls uh team coming up and we're really excited about the girls basketball game there's some really special things happening um that's to, that's going to be tomorrow at home it's going to be a, a fun friday night um, for the most part, there's going to be a recognition of fall team championships. So if your son or daughter was on a fall team, cha- they won a conference title, a district title, what have you. Uh, so that you know, that's the football team. That's the lacros- or not lacrosse team. That's uh, the volleyball team. That's yet to and come. Yeah, I know. Our, I'm sorry. I'm already thinking of one of our last few hopes but, uh, for state cha- championships. Any, any, so. fall, any fall uh, teams, individuals will be recognized at a later date. Any fall teams that were a part of a championship, uh, they will be recognized tomorrow night at the girls' basketball game. And they're asking that we wear blue and gold in honor of the most recent events in Oxford, which we will talk about here shortly. So, uh, please, if you are heading out, wear blue and gold to honor, um, you know, those at Oxford. Uh, really excited, though, to, uh, to, to see the girls take off. Theron Halleck, obviously leading the charge. She's committed to MSU. And, um, you know, she is That's a shocking dominant force. On the <laughs> Another Halleck at MSU. <laughs> yeah, they, Terribly shocking, but, uh, you know, she has, a, she has a great cast and crew around her. You've got uh, Maya, Maya Holzer, Jr., uh, Thea Sloat, Madison Wilkins, Maddie, I had her in class last year, she's a fantastic young lady, um, leader on the team, you know, long-time member of the varsity squad. Theron, number four, Look to her to score, what, 40, 50 points in a game. I mean, she's, she's, she's dominant. you got Ashton Scarlato, uh, Maggie Snyder, Delaney Smith. Um, have Delaney in class, she's a heck of a um, – cross player, and now she's on the, on the basketball court, uh, Gracie Vermullen and Jordan Koning. So that's our varsity squad, and they are coached by Christina Prinz, Caitlin Mason, and Kendra Beckman, and very much looking forward to the game and their breakout uh, season tomorrow. And, uh, and, and once again, you know, come out. It's not only will you get to see the girls play some ball, Uh, but you'll also get to see the fall sport teams recognized and be a part of the kickoff to the to the winter sports season and uh, one of the things that we tried getting off the ground and I have Jordan here and he doesn't have a mic so he's probably frustrated uh we were were thinking about and Jordan was integral in planning uh what we hope to do next uh, winter which is a green and white night it's just there's some COVID things going on and, and 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 whatnot but uh Jordan had some really great ideas to get everybody in the gymnasium, get the winter sports season going, and uh, it had support, and it was going to include a lot of the fall sport athletes. But this is as close as we're going to get to that kickoff uh, tomorrow night. So come out, support, and the, and the game starts at 7, 7 p.m. Yes. 7 p.m. in the new gymnasium, and uh, looking forward very much to seeing those girls kick off their games. So come check it out and watch uh, Hometown Hero, Theron Halleck, and her cast of Ranger Ball Girls playing
0: um so mighty ranger ladies
1: so but uh john we have a very special event happening and uh, the one in ada yeah so tomorrow i'm heading down to tinsel trolley Trolley and treats they're doing an ada bridge covered bridge lighting at 5 30 p.m i may well see you
0: at that if i can convince my wife that i Go without her, you know. Her, and her ACL, she's hey, not very mobile on, right Tom. now. You but you got to uh, be a
1: part of. It. You are a you are a community icon at this point, so you now need to come down to this Well, thing. that feels and, like an
0: overstatement, but I appreciate the lies.
1: And Ada Covered Bridge lighting, and then tinsel trolley and treats. It's a, it's a fun evening for the family and for the kiddos. And so bring them down. It starts at six p.m. and you can ride a trolley. You can see Santa Claus, Mrs. Claus. There's reindeer. There's uh, photo shoot booths, and a lot of the uh, area stores are open. So come down and support Ada. And then on Saturday, Santa parade is at. 11 a.m., and our our conference championship football team will be in the parade among uh, other floats and other organizations. But the Ada Chili and Beer Festival is at 11 a.m.
0: 11 a.m. Well, that's John, when are you we, ready? That's when we're supposed to be there, right? <laughs> Correct. And everybody can get there. Now, for, I, I learned some interesting new things about this. There's a couple of divisions during the Ada Chili and Beer uh, Festival. There's the open division where people have to come at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning and start making their chili right there on location – To make sure they don't do anything that violates any kind of health code or anything like that. And then there's the professional division where local restaurants will make their own chili at their own facilities and bring it in. So, technically, if you wanted to come at 5 o'clock, there wouldn't be any beverages. and (laughs) There wouldn't be anything to do other than watch some masters make their chili. But... uh, you can come check it out. Some of those 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 fine dedicated people are going to start you know, cooking I'm, their chili. I'm usually clearly. up early
1: on a Sunday, so I might or a Saturday. I might go down there and check it out before the kiddos get up. I'll, it would be kind of interesting to yeah, see. Yeah, just to kind of walk the grounds and get a little sense. We are judges. Are see. you going to be wearing your ugly Christmas sweater? I need to get one. I bought a fantastic uh, I know you, cardigan. I know you brought one. I do have a, a fantastic uh, ugly uh, Christmas sweater, so I'll either wear that or another one that I purchased. And so John and I will be judging. We'll be walking around. And uh, we're supposed to be incognito, but I yeah. think by now we've told enough people that that's what we're doing. And we look forward to it. and am um, not really the good at beers.
0: incognito in most aspects. You are so. not incognito.
1: So it uh, starts at 11 a.m. Come down. Check it out. There's 70s and 80s music. It is a huge event. Get your tickets early. Uh, come down. Buy them beforehand or you know, get in line and, and, and be a part of this really great tradition. And then afterwards, go home and watch U of M versus Iowa in the Big Ten Championship which is great because that's planned at, what, 7 p.m.? So we can Is do that both. a big
0: game? Is there <laughs> is there a
1: big game going on? Yeah, so um, really great weekend. John and I are thrilled. We, we thank Adam Scripps for getting us involved in that and Edward Coe, who is the coordinator behind uh, all the judging, and just thrilled and honored to be a part of that. So um, that's what's going on. Anyhow, Very, exciting. Very Anyhow, exciting. John, looking forward to seeing you down there. Um, it, it should be a great tradition. Um, so as far as staff shout-outs, we have one – very special shout-out. <sighs> it's a so long. I know. It's yeah, a deep sigh. It, it is. We're saying goodbye to uh, Mr. Jeff Tolar. Our head custodian is going to be heading back to his uh, original uh, location. Back to his no- stomping grounds at back Northern. To Northern High. Northern High, I think they know how lucky they are to get uh, Jeff Tolar back into their hallways, and we are really going to miss him.
0: I don't know. There must have been some some under-the-table... Uh, I, I think they, 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 they head-hunted him away from us is what right. happened. He, he's too good. That guy... We didn't deserve him. Yeah, uh, he's Jeff always is, been better than than what we deserve. Not that we don't deserve great people, but Jeff is just above and beyond. He's one of the best people in the entire building.
1: Yeah, he's a man of integrity and hard work. And he just, when you see Jeff coming, he's usually, you know, knows the grindstone, moving from one challenge to the next. He's all about the kids. He's all about the teachers and the community. And uh, Jeff, we'll miss you, man. Uh, yeah, you know, and he tunes into these from time to time. So Jeff, always a we'll smile miss you. and a, and we, a kind word. Our that guy. team, our staff uh everybody I, and i know that the students you know there the, the students do notice and they do appreciate it. Oh, they were efforts. talking about it in yeah. my
0: classes once they found out. They were pretty upset about yeah, it. Yeah, in
1: fact, you know, maybe there's a way we can do a, a proper send-off for him. Maybe. You know, yeah, maybe, but we won't tell him.
0: I know that yeah. i among uh, among many of my colleagues were just really really saddened to see that yeah. he was, was going to leave. We're, we're happy for him if that's where he, where he wants to go back to his roots, but uh, yeah, I didn't it's even it's a respond little bit closer email, of a drive to
1: him for him, you know, it's a little bit closer and um, I think there's just some, some you know. He's been there. He was there a long time, and he came over and he helped. Right, you know. He came over just in ours. time to
0: deal with COVID and all the cleaning and <laughs> yeah, whatnot.
1: Right, right, right. So, there so maybe
0: nostalgia attached to going back to
1: Northern too. Right. So long to Jeff, and we appreciate you. We will miss you, and look forward to seeing you. Uh, you know, over Northern when we go over there for for events. Um, now to our hometown heroes, and not to get too, um, you know, down on a on a uh, a Thursday night, but our hometown hero this week is not. a a ranger but uh, it's an honorary ranger it's an honorary ranger and i think this young man really embodies uh what what uh what we all look for in a hometown hero and that's tate meyer out of oxford high school and i'm sure i don't have to explain to anybody listening the the events that unfolded at uh, oxford high school now 48 hours ago i think we're all you know if you teach or you attend school at the high school level or any school for that matter and uh, you teach anywhere that one um it, uh, it hits you. Yeah. It hits you, John. I don't know about you, but it, it was, it's been on my mind. And well, uh, I think
0: we'll all be shaken for several months at the very least. Every time we walk into a building, it'll be at the forefront of our thinking. Yeah. And and, sadly. Uh,
1: so Tate Meyer was a football team member and wrestler to my knowledge. And, uh, he, had, he was, he's been a long time member of the varsity squad. And it is uh, believed that he disrupted the assailant during the shooting to, uh, took, uh, Took the fire uh, away, drew fire away from his fellow classmates, and, and saved lives by disrupting the assailant during the during the uh, during the shooting. So, uh, Tate Meyer, they're already talking about renaming the stadium after him, the football which is stadium, a good idea. Which um, you know
0: it has a nice ring to it too, Tate Meyer Stadium. Tate Meyer
1: Stadium, and he is he is deserving. He is a hometown hero. Generations will remember him. He saved lives, and you never quite know what you're going to do in that moment, um, but you hope. That, uh, you know, when, when you've been a football player, athlete, you know, you've been in the trenches and he saw an opportunity to save lives and he did it and he acted. And, uh, you know, there's going to be families that are forever grateful. And then, you know, his family is never going to be the same. But, yeah. uh, you know, Tate is a hometown hero, uh, if ever there was one. In fact, perhaps a hometown hero of hometown heroes. And his He's, name will live on and uh, we'll speak of him. We know in Oxford they'll speak of him and uh, he'll represent the best of us.
0: He will. He's uh he's everything that we hope that we could be if we were ever stuck in that in that terrible situation. Correct. He is not just a hometown hero, but he's just he's a hero in general. Absolutely. And there's so, not much more that can be said about that.
1: No. So uh, I'm gonna hand the mic over now to uh, uh, Jordan, and we're gonna put him on the spot, and he's gonna do some. We John and I have exhausted our ranger recommendations. If you have not tried going to Kingsland Hardware, like if that or Baker's or beer, Sugar I Mamas, like or <laughs> or Gravel Bottom by now, or Capriati's what's wrong with you? <laughs> you need to get to these places, but, uh, well, they yeah, may gonna, be in Brussels, Brad, they, they, may, <laughs> they may be our <laughs> or, listeners from or, Brussels or Dublin or Dublin. so, um, anyhow, Jordan, tell us a little bit about your recommendations for this week.
2: All right. Yeah. So as a, as a long listener of the podcast, I'm, I'm just amazed that you guys are able to come up with new ones. I think that might be why you invited me on tonight is to just, you know, get a different <laughs> recommendation on guilty here. as charged. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I've talked a lot about tradition on this podcast and, uh, an ada tradition i guess for me uh has been vitalis they have their new location i'm sure you guys have mentioned it on recommendations before uh but vitalis that uh that new location that they just built a few years ago has been kind of my stomping grounds here since moving back home from holland a couple years ago um a favorite spot for after big home range ball wins uh we like to gather they gather their great pizza um and, uh, yeah, just, just good vibes. I really love it in the summer there. They have that little garage that opens up in the back. And, um, yeah, they just did a great job with it. And it always seems busy. So, you know, they're doing a, doing a pretty good job there.
0: This is true, yeah. Um, you know, I was actually in Ada recently, and this isn't exactly a Ranger recommendation, but I did make my way over to the garage bar. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys have, have made your way in there yet. I'm, I'm curious. Um, I went in there. It, it was very busy, not surprisingly, because it's still pretty early on. I got to say the food was really good. The, the, the waiter that we had talked me into getting the garage burger, and it, was, it, it lived up to its reputation as being their, their burger. It was definitely worth trying. Um, I did walk out of there with a bit of a headache, though. There were so many people in there, it was kind of loud. It could have been my family that gave me the headache. It could have been the ambiance. I'm not sure. But the food was amazing. Uh, I, would, I would definitely recommend trying that out. But, um, yeah, Vitalis absolutely a great location. I kind of miss the old location too. Did anybody ever go to the old location and and uh, enjoy the uh, the old school ambiance of that place?
2: Yeah, that old location. When After big home wins, I swear we would be the only people in there because it was, it was so cramped. So that, those were fun environments there and the food is just as good as it used to be. So it's True. awesome.
0: Yeah. I uh, There were many times I got in trouble with my wife for going to pick up pizza there and then spending too much time sitting at the bar and talking to the bartender and uh, the pizza, Not would come, you, <laughs> the pizza would come home <laughs> slightly tepid. So
1: I remember Vitalis when we used to, you know, I'm sorry. We used to sneak out during, during school and the Vitalis was where gravel bottom originated. That's where the original Vitalis was in that building. And Vitalis was famous with students and a lot of the Amway workers because it was $5 lunch. All you could eat pizza, breadsticks and salad and a pop for five bucks so for for a high school student this you was eat the like 90s of course yeah the 90s and so you'd slip out and uh, um you know around a half day fill your tank for, with yeah, 20, like, for 20 dollars and then go buy po- lunch for pop five bottles and, and fill up your can, and then uh, you know here's a five spot and you would eat like a king and uh, i remember that i mean that was like folding tables and the old you know plastic uh uh, tablecloths, and, and then it and then it went to the new location, which you're talking about, where it was just packed. And I remember walking in there, seeing Ranger Ball and the football team. And uh, yeah, great, great recommendation. Great recommendation. So uh, Jordan, Ranger Ball shout outs, giving you an opportunity here. This is a little bit different. We want to talk about past and present Ranger Ball players uh, or coaches that you would like to give a little shout out to, and maybe they'll be tuning in.
2: Yeah. So uh, yeah, thanks. I'm, I'm excited about this. This is fun. Got to dive into the history books a little bit uh to to think of some old names asked my dad about a few of these guys too so uh i I just got a quick list of five i'll spend a a little bit of time on each of them so the first one is tom Weibel, uh 1997 uh fhc graduate i actually saw tom two or three days ago uh he made a surprise visit at one of my brother's hope college basketball games um they were In Illinois, and uh, Tom lives in the Naperville area, and they made a surprise visit. My dad's an assistant coach at Hope, so there's some cool pictures out there on Facebook of Tom. But Tom's one of those guys that in the late '90s, um, FHC basketball wasn't quite used to consistent winning seasons, and uh, Tom and the other guys in the late '90s kind of built up the program and um, set the foundation for the guys like uh, Kyle Visser in the early 2000s that really took the program to the next level. So. My dad always talks fondly about Tom as the like first true point guard of Ranger ball. So that's my first one there. Um, speaking of Kyle Visser, he's my next Ranger ball shout out, 2003 graduate. Um, for those of you in the West Michigan area, you might know him now more as a uh, realtor. Kyle is a really, really successful realtor here in Forest Hills and um, East Grand Rapids. He has his real estate office over there in East town. And uh, Kyle Visser is undoubtedly one of the best players in Ranger ball history um, went on to play at Wake Forest after uh, after FHC and then played professionally in um, Germany and a couple other countries in Europe for um, ten years. One of the top play, top paid players in his league uh, in Europe, so he made a really good living for himself with basketball and um, had a lot of highlight real plays back in the day. So, next one's a little bit more recent. Uh, a guy that I graduated with in 2016 is Connor Kelly. Uh, Connor Kelly for uh, teachers or um parents recently was a just a stud athlete at FHC basketball is actually Connor's second sport and he was the best player on our team um for for a year there so Connor was a was a great baseball player in high school awesome shortstop and went on to play at Harding University in Arkansas and uh is the all-time hits leader at Harding University Division two school in Arkansas so just a stud athlete one of my best friends I'm um, excited to have him Home for the holidays, I feel like we'll have to make a Vitalis trip, Connor and I and some of our other buddies. So, um, yeah, Connor's a great dude. Next up is Kurt Ludkey, another 2003 grad. Um, Kurt Ludkey has been in the building quite a bit recently because he's actually helping out with the freshman basketball team. Um, he's one of the freshman basketball assistants. Kurt was an awesome big man alongside Kyle Visser on that 2003 team. and went on to play at Saginaw Valley State University and now it's giving back to the program, which, uh, which is really cool. It's been cool to see him around. And I know he stopped into my dad's classroom a couple of times and said hi to him too, which is awesome. Um, then last but not least is my little brother, Ty George. I uh, had to, had to end it with a family shout out. Uh, Ty graduated in 2018, um, set all types of records and, um, one, one of the best players in, in FHC history for sure. He's a senior at Hope. Um, right now has been captain of the hope team for the last three years and um it's having a great season with the flying dutchman so it's been awesome this winter to, to see him play and just countless memories with ty in the in the fhc gym so had to end with him
1: that's those are great names and you have so many to choose from i mean i remember when i first started paying attention to ranger ball back in the late 90s it was phil pitman and he had his headband and his hair and yeah, he was uh, what a, what a great guy he was, and you know, there's a lot of great names. I mean, Tom Tom Weibel, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. I mean, just just a stellar human being, good person, and of course, you know, many of those names we recall. Um, you know, really appreciate you coming in tonight, Jordan. You know, I know that you're teaching English over at Jenison, so you've got to get up in the morning, you got to drive away, and then make it back for for uh, for basketball practice. So we really appreciate you coming in, and uh, you know what, you remind me just sitting here with you. It's a lot like being next to your dad, and that's a that's a high compliment I consider your dad. I t- I'll tell him all the time he's my teaching hero, and I hope when I grow up someday I can be like Ken George in the classroom. So, you know, you're, you're carrying the torch, and, and keep up the great work. We're glad to have you in Ranger Country, at least as a coach. Maybe someday as a as a teacher, who knows where, where life will take you, but glad to have you, and uh, I know Coach Carhart is as well, and, and the guys on the team are appreciative. So, John, uh, wh- what's going on for you this weekend besides – are judging well, yeah, I mean, what the, else what else what else is going on
0: the right? big things this weekend are obviously the Ada a chili and beer cook off the tinsels and trolleys possibly tomorrow but uh, also this saturday we know that the the big game between michigan and iowa is happening uh michigan a 10 and a half point favorite which is such a trap game it's a little frightening you know it's one of those games that they feel like they should probably be able to walk through which iowa is definitely a team that likes to knock your knees right out from under you so I'm a little nervous there. This is also my friend uh, Dave Tyler's birthday on Saturday, so he's he oh, said we're not allowed. Happy birthday, Dave! Yeah, he said we're not allowed to celebrate his birthday though because it's the Big Ten championship game and it actually matters for once. So he actually rescheduled his birthday from around noon to around 8 p.m. <laughs> so people <laughs> would come to his house and watch the game.
1: That's awesome. He is a huge fan, so a lot of fun to be had. Um, really appreciate <clears throat> again, Jordan, you coming in, John, as always. You make you, take time out of your busy schedule to make this happen we hope uh, everybody in ranger country has a great weekend go to the girls um, basketball game hope to see you up at the chili cook off on saturday in the santa parade hope you have a great weekend and uh, a lot of fun to be had holidays are right around the corner so ranger country do three things for me Use good judgment. If you have to stop and think whether it's right or wrong, it's probably wrong, and nothing good happens after midnight.
0: And as always, I want you to go out there and be the change you want to see in the world, and I want you to assume positive intentions from your fellow Rangers. All right, Ranger Country, have a good night.